0: another episode of currently binging the podcast about all things tv and movies if you're listening for the first time welcome make sure you hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening to my voice on also take a few extra seconds rate to comment all greatly appreciate it. so we are here and we are discussing cruel summer season two i know we're back i feel like season one i was like oh i don't know if i'll watch the second season and if i do if i will talk about it so i did watch it I have some things i do want to say um, about season two so here we are uh before we jump into it i know the previous episode i talked about or like flagged some of the sh- discussions that are coming up i didn't realize heart stoppers was dropping <laughs> season two and you all know i love that show uh i still think it's the cutest show Ever and so I will be discussing that. That's actually going to be the next episode after this one, and that means we're going to push out Secret Invasion, which I don't think anyone's going to be too upset about that, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, yeah, and then it looks like a couple of shows have also dropped that I'm watching as well. So we have Only Murders in the Building. I can't remember if this is the last season, but I will be discussing that. Uh, and I think that is it. I know I mentioned in the previous episode about potentially discussing Barbie and potentially Oppenheimer. It's been a couple of weeks now and I'm just not feeling it. So I'm most likely you're not going to see a Barbie episode for me, but hey, that could still change because people are still going to see that movie. So could be things to discuss, but Anyway, so that is what to look forward to in at least the next couple of weeks. But let's get into Cruel Summer. So it is going to be, there are going to be spoilers, which is like, duh. If you are listening, you're going to be spoiled. (laughs) So here we go uh, for all the seasons. Um, So this is season two. Season one was a completely different cast. So we're coming into season two with a new cast, a new story. It's still set over um, multiple timelines, notably... And most of the episodes take place over July 99, meaning July 1999, uh, December 99, and then July in 2000, and then the finale episode, because you all know I re- I have my notes, so I'm going through my notes, uh, the finale episode, episode 10, takes place on January 1st, 2000, and then August 2000. So, look, those are the main dates. So, pretty much in the late 99s into the 2000s. (laughs) I shouldn't have said that because you all know I want to sing a song. We're not going to. I won't won't burden your ears. (laughs) But anyway, as I mentioned, it's a completely new cast this season. Completely new story. If you watch season one, which I'm going to be completely honest, I don't quite remember everything that happened in season one. I had to remind myself because... When I was Googling the show around where, where was the status on season three, I did see an article that was like, season two made the same mistake as season one. I was like, wait, what was the mistake that season one made? And so in the end, like how they left us on that, not really a cliffhanger, but we saw, which I cannot remember the kids' names, but there was one girl who was locked in the basement and then there was another girl, like two girl, a two, a two girl, uh, storyline similar to this one. And they weren't really friends. They were uh, kind of enemies. And then when the one girl got locked in the basement, the the other girl kind of took her place in popularity. And so we find out that she did actually know that she was being held hostage in the basement, even though she lied to the um, girl and told her that she didn't. so like that was the last scene that we saw is when she broke into that house. She did hear her downstairs yelling for help. I completely have forgotten about that. So, uh with so I guess you I don't know, the ending of this let's just talk about it cuz like I said, I got a, I got a few things I want to talk about. So this one again, 10 episodes dropped every single week. This is a freeform show. I don't really watch anything on freeform anymore um outside of this. And I think there's one other show which was like Tell Me Lies or something like that. I think that's on freeform. If it's not, don't come for me because it's either freeform or FX, but FX does not seem right for that type of a storyline. So I'm, I, I feel like it's freeform, but again, don't quote me. So uh, this one takes place uh, with two girls following two girls, their story. So we have Megan and we have Isabella. Isabella is essentially a foreign doing like some kind of exchange student program. And it was a little bit like okay how do you get into this program because she was saying that she was born in the she's like an ambassador's kid or something like that so she was born in the U.S. but she hasn't really lived in the U.S. so this was like her first experience in an American school system which because it takes place over the summer and then also during the winter like around winter break we don't really get to see them in school. So like that whole point is whatever. And then also if you're in a in, in, in an exchange program, would you show up the summer before school starts or would you show up when the school, when school started? I don't know. That's a little bit, a little bit iffy, but you all let me know because I've never done exchange programs. I don't know what is real and what is not. Uh, and also, if that if that type of a program even exists, it just all seemed a little bit like, oh, okay. But anyway, so she shows up and she's staying with Megan's family. And so Megan's kind of like, uh, I don't know about this girl. Who is she? Uh, but over time, we see that they become friends. And then by the time we get into the more present timelines, we see there's clearly a big rift between them. And we are going to eventually find out in the past um, Like scenes, how they lead up to the present scene, because we also have Luke, who's played by Griffin Gluck. I'm pretty sure that's how you say his last name, but he may look familiar to you because, and to me, because he's in Lock and Key, which is another show that I've discussed on here, I've discussed all three seasons. So you can go and check them out. Maybe I'll link them here. But his character, like his. The character he plays on Lock and Key is one of those characters who is a... I don't want to give it away in case you guys haven't seen Lock and Key. But based on that, like, he just has this kind of mischievous looking type of a face. So it's hard to be like, hmm, do I trust you? Don't I trust you? At least if you're coming from that perspective of watching that show. So I think it kind of, like, fits his ups and downs um, in this show because that character... Uh, that he plays in Lock and Key is also a little bit of a complicated character, as you in the like the trajectory of that character without giving it away. So <laughs> I was like, okay, this will be interesting to see um, in this role. But in this show, Luke ends up in the present. He ends up he's missing when we're in, when we're first introduced to this season. We know he's missing, and then eventually his body washes up, and it's very very suspicious circumstances it's ruled a homicide because he has a bullet hole they say and he clearly died from drowning and the girls are acting really 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 weird and saying weird things to each other that just is making them look very very guilty once we get through this entire story which we all watched it so i'm not going to recap it but once we get through this entire thing and we take a step back, I'm just like, some of this was unnecessary, (laughs) like, did not need to happen. Isabella, and I don't want to rag on Isabella, because, you know, I like my, I like a nice complicated character where they're given to their, the antagonist, but also, like, there's some, I don't know what to say, its just it's kind of a little bit of do you they make you feel like hmm, or they give you those moments where you want to want to sympathize with them? And I don't know that I ever really wholeheartedly sympathized with Isabella because out the gate when she shows up, her behavior is weird. <laughs> like she shows up clearly clearly, even though they grew up together, there's their best friends, Luke and Megan. Like, when she's introduced to them, clearly there's something there. Even when the kid shows up, which I can't, I wrote, I had to, I'm pretty sure I wrote all these kids' names down. Because otherwise, I was going to forget them. I'm pretty sure his name is Trevor. But the, um, the person who plays him... Uh, plays Carlton in Bel Bel Air, which is another show (laughs) that I discuss on here. This is why I like watching like all the little young adult things because a lot of them hop around so then I can make connections and be like, Hey, if you've never watched this show, you should go watch it and then come back and hear my thoughts on it. So Bel Air is another one that I've watched and discussed. There are two seasons, that one's on Peacock. So (laughs) go check it out and then go and listen to my thoughts on both seasons. But anyway, and so when he first shows up, which is already, there's a lot of mystery around Isabella and it's just like, what's going on with this girl? Like you just feel like you can't really trust her the entire time and he shows up and he's just like, essentially, which I'm pretty sure I wrote it in my notes somewhere because he shows up, it's an early episode, but I don't know. Um, I can't find it that quickly. (laughs) But um, He says something along the lines of like, pretty much their end game because you know, duh. And he's only been there for like, maybe an hour or so. And he's immediately like, so you just show up and you know this is not going to end well. Like, clearly there's something there. And so the fact that she just shows up and immediate, immediately is like, oh, the person I'm going after is Luke. That should have been a red flag anyway. And then also the fact that because granted she asks Megan and Megan's like, oh no, there's nothing there. But Megan is also just at least when we we're first initially introduced to her. She is one of those people who isn't really sure of herself, isn't really confident in her feelings or choices. And so even though there may be, there were feelings there for Luke, she w- wasn't really um, ready to admit that. Which also for uh, Isabella to be, or be portrayed as this person with like insight and greed people and da, da da da, you would think that she would see that. <laughs> And be like, oh, okay, maybe I shouldn't go here or go there because clearly there's something she's not really owning up to that's happening here. But no. And so when um, Megan does eventually get to the point of being like, hey, wait, no, actually, I do have feelings for Luke. And then Isabella goes and breaks up with him. And it's just like the lies or not even the lies, like the secret. So they slept Luke and Isabella slept together and she's all like, "Oh no, can't tell um, Megan that." Which, I mean, I feel like I, I don't know. It's just, it's just a lot of teenage, a lot of teenage stuff happening here. <laughs> and then, um, you have, so yeah, that happened. And then the way like she just turns and gets very possessive over Megan throughout. And I wrote in my um, notes like there's something wrong with Isabella Isabella's a little bit uh what'd I say from Isabella I'm getting obsessive manipulative the good son if you've never seen the good son I think that's what Macaulay Culkin and oh my gosh what's the other kid's name is escaping me is it Elijah Wood is it Macaulay Culkin and, and Elijah Wood don't quote me, but that feels right to me. But The Good Son, if you've never seen it, go and watch it. Like, it's giving me that. It's giving me single white female. If you've never seen that as well, go and watch that. Like, these are all the things that are coming to me the more the season progresses and the more we see Isabella in all her variations. Because I'm just like, oh my gosh. there are warning signs. And the fact that Megan's mom couldn't see it, like... I just, I'm like, because I don't have kids, but whenever I have kids, I'm just like, please give, Lord, give me the insight to be able to know when they are surrounding themselves with crazy people. So that maybe, hopefully, I mean, you can't have your, like, you can't, what's the word? Because the more you try to tell your kids, like, oh, don't do this, like, the more they want to do it, but at least be able to give words of wisdom to say, hey, have you thought about this? Does this seem weird to you? I don't know. I don't know. Some way to word it. But like, <clears throat> I want to at least be aware of what is going on. If there's some manipulative, obsessive person in their lives that's making a negative influence on them. But anyway, so as the season progresses, like that's the that's what Isabella is starting to feel like. Uh, and so it is not surprising to me when we get to the very last scene and she is the one... Who ultimately killed Luke. This is what I was waiting for <laughs> the entire time for them to be like. It was either she killed him or um his father's and or brother killed him. So let me tell you why I was going that route as well. It just wasn't giving that Megan killed him just based on everything that had been happening. Even when we get to the point where we finally we we get closer and closer to the night where he disappeared, and we see her overhearing him talking about oh he can have. he had he has both Megan and Isabella and da 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 and the whole conversation with her and Isabella being like, "Oh, we need to do something. Are we I'm gonna make him pay or something like that along those lines. Like even all of that, I was just like, Just based off of the way that Megan has been set up this entire season, she just wasn't giving killer even accidentally. There was one moment where I was like, oh, is it possible the girls accidentally killed him? But earlier on in the season, I was tracking towards, and this is going to sound random, but I was tracking towards something's not right with uh, the brother or... His father, his father, was like a little flash of something when they found the body uh, and he went in and went to look at the body. And it was like, I don't know, something flashed in my mind. I was like, hmm, OK, whatever. But then the more and more we saw the dynamic between Luke, his father um, and his brother, Brent, I was like, I would not be surprised if Brent had something to do with with him disappearing because at this time, at this point in time, we're kind of like towards the middle of the season. Luke's body has been found, but honestly, I don't remember everything they said said that happened to his body. And also I didn't really write it down, which is relevant because, and I know we're hopping around a little bit, which is okay. You all just, just, just follow along. (laughs) Which is relevant because when we actually see what happened or transpired between luke megan and isabella in the cabin and the fact that the sheriff was just coming so hard for the girls and we saw that scene and i was just like it does not make sense to me why he's coming so hard for them because wouldn't the body like even though it said that um i was like i couldn't remember what they said about the bullet hole in his body like If it was life-threatening or whatever. But based off the cabin scene, it looked like it just grazed his ear. So to me, it would seem like the gun, him being shot, and then him drowning are two separate events. I mean, I'm not a sheriff. (laughs) I'm not a detective. (laughs) But it just doesn't seem like the two correlate. So the fact that they were, he was like, oh, both their prints are on the gun, da-da-da-da. And they keep coming, talking about this gunshot. But then we see the scene and it literally was his ear was grazed. There weren't any other bullet wounds on him. I don't know. I don't know. It just wasn't tracking for me. So um, the point or going back to Brent, why I had a little bit of like, hmm. At this point, I wouldn't be surprised if it was Brent. It was just based on their dynamic when you think about uh Luke and his father and then his father and Brent and it seems like Brent is always doing (laughs) something that he shouldn't be doing and then his father is having to cover it up and also I'm just now realizing that they never talked about the letter because earlier on uh Megan Confessed to the sheriff that she was the one who wrote the letter and she said she helped Luke write the letter because he's scared for his life and he needed to run away, but they never actually really Addressed that later on after everything's revealed like when was the letter written? I'm like, what does that mean? I'm gonna get to the girl's reaction to Luke being missing in a minute after I finish my Brent thought <laughs> but also, but the dynamic between them and some of the... It just seemed like Brent was always hanging around with Luke and his friends. And I don't think that it was also connecting in my head that Brent was in college. Because, <laughs> you know, it's summer. So he's home. He's working at his father's business in the office. And I in, in my mind, for some reason, it... I was thinking, oh, he's about to go into his first year of college, but no, he was getting ready to go into his second year of college. So it wasn't really, that wasn't really clicking in my mind. And so it was a little bit weird that he was always hanging out with Luke and his friends because, I mean, I guess at this point we were cele- or about to celebrate Luke's, was it his 18th birthday? So I guess that's not that off, but still, if I'm in my second year of college, just Knowing, realistically, talking about Eva and having gone to college and having younger siblings. Uh, one who's uh, about just under two years younger than me and the one that's six years younger than me. By my second year, by the time I finished my freshman year of college, I was not hanging out with them like that. <laughs> like when I would come home for summer, I was not hanging out with them like that. So I don't know. It was just a little bit a little bit weird. So like that was something that stood out to me. And also it was just like the two brothers just didn't seem to have that great of a relationship. If you think about the sex tape and then all, finding out that Luke was the one who actually, also these these all these kids have I mean, this is the '90s, so everyone wasn't really talking about mental health and going to therapy and all of that like we are today. <laughs> but everyone needs to go to some type of therapy because these kids, especially Luke, when you look at his like everything that transpired for for him in that whole short span of time, and just his thought process, and then his family dynamic, like he definitely, and his brother, all the kids really, but him and his brother definitely needed to be in some type of therapy, especially with the type of father that they had at the time. And the more I'm starting to talk this stuff out, I'm like, this is really kind of giving me, it's very reminiscent of the times. (laughs) Whereas I feel like a lot of, I mean, some of it probably would still happen today, but a lot of it, maybe, maybe not. I guess it depends on where you are or where you live. But anyway, so let's talk about the the girls and their reactions to Luke being missing. Because I'm looking at my notes and I have so many things that are bolded. Um, by episode seven, I was like, so far, nothing we've seen has shown someone having a, a strong motive to want Luke dead. And then that's when I said, um, towards the end of that episode, because I'm pretty sure, yeah, this was at the end where they were at the New Year's Eve party. And Megan was like, she wants him to pay, uh, which I said feels very extreme. (laughs) And wants him to wish that he never met her and Isabella. And then that's when I was like, oh, I'm kind of feeling like maybe it was an accident. And the girls panicked. But then by the time we got the episode I was like, no, I'm not feeling that. And so then episode eight, because what happened? Oh, this is when we saw everything that happened in the cabin. And they forced him to drink a drug cocktail, which... Isabella put way too many pills into the cup to get him to tell the truth, uh, which is how the drugs are. Oh, yeah. Drugs are found in his system. So that's how drugs are found in his system. And so as all this is happening, I'm like, I literally wrote in my notes uh, because I bold the things that that I want to jump out, because sometimes when I watch these shows it's literally whatever crosses my mind, I write it down in my notes. And so it can be pretty long. When I'm coming back to record and like looking through it. But at this point, I'm like, okay. So now I'm thinking somehow he escapes and accidentally drowns due to the concoction in his system. (laughs) Which I mean, that was a valid, a valid um, guess. But this whole scene is when I was like, okay, Isabella, there's something very, very wrong with her because the way that she just and she's ha- she said little comments throughout uh the season especially later on as we're more so in the December timeline. I think it's December is the timeline. Yeah, as we're in the cuz they have the different tones of the coloring of the scenes for the different um time frame. So, the summer of 99 was like normal, bright coloring. The winter had like blue tones and then the summer of 2000 had yellow tones so she, as I was saying she definitely had um said some off comments but it, it really comes to the surface when they're in the cabin and she's just very very aggressive. <laughs> Which I don't really want to use that term. But it's really compared... They're both... Her and Megan are both mad. They're both, like, giving Luke, we about to F you up type energy. But then it's just, like, Isabella takes it to another level where she's, like, pretty much you're not good for her. Uh, You're going to bring her down. Like, all these kinds of comments and things. And then grabbing the gun when Luke is about to tell her... Like, oh, well, did you even tell her that we slept together because she kept that from Megan? And she just flips shit (laughs) and starts and shoots. And that's when she grazes his ear. And so it's just like, okay, now they're building a case for Isabella to be the one who could have potentially killed him. But we do see both girls leave uh, the cabin and we eventually see that Luke is able to get loose and uh, escape and he calls someone and comes to find out he called Brent. Which is not surprising. Because when they're like, oh, who would he call to come pick him up? And then they it, leave it on the cliffhanger where he's like, oh, you actually came. The fact that he said you actually came. Like, it's not surprising that he's saying that to Brent just based off of their relationship. Because it just doesn't make sense for it to have been one, one of the girls. But also, it's not surprising that Isabella... And Megan could have gone back too. But Isabella, it's not surprising that she actually went back to potentially check on him. Because in the, like, in the end, we do see she's the one who ultimately kills Luke. Uh, but I don't think her intention in going back to the cabin was to kill him. Because if you think about uh, her and we see her and uh, Megan arguing. Which, let me go to episode 10. <sighs> We Actually, we do see... Or no, no. I'm like reading through my notes. I'm like, the letter was a dumb idea considering everything. It really was. <laughs> when well, we see the girls are turned home uh, shortly after they left Luke at the cabin. And that's when, like, Megan's freaking out. She's like, oh, we should go back. We shouldn't have left them Like, her whole thing the entire time I was like, we shouldn't leave him here. We shouldn't leave them tied up. Which I'm just like... Can you imagine? This is also, um, I'm like, oh my gosh, if I have kids, please don't let them make dumb decisions like these. But <laughs> we see um, them talking about it. And she's like, oh, we shouldn't love left them there. Like, it got out of hand. Uh, we need to go back to the cabin. And she says at 8 a.m. we're going back and we're going to let him loose. And so that whole thing is not surprising to me that Isabel actually goes back just based off of her strong convent- conviction that Luke is going to bring her down. Luke is not good for her. Da da da. da. And she's kind of, like I said, a little bit obsessive where she's like, uh, Megan is my friend and like pretty much trying to mold Megan to be this person, to be who she wants Megan to be and not necessarily letting Megan grow into who Megan wants to be. And you even see that when she's um, when she sees Megan running off to uh, or sneaking off, if you will. Um, to meet up with Ned because she, she's like, that's another place where she's feeling like she's being left out or kind of shut out by Megan because she wants to all of Megan's time to be spent with her kind of a little bit. Like, I mean, that's what I'm getting. And so it's not surprising that she goes back. But also with Brent showing up, clearly accident. Brent just doesn't give that he is going to attention, intentionally Murder his brother. But we also learn more about their. um, I mean we kind of heard about their mother. And essentially that they have grown up. Blaming Luke in a way for her. um, Death. But then Luke makes a comment where he's just like. Well you know. You know I had nothing. Or I'm not to blame for her. um, Dying because the whole thing was that. He needed to go somewhere. I can't remember exactly where he needed needed to be taken. But he was like, you know, Dad has been lying. Like, she was an alcoholic. And then he got, Brent got so upset about that. And they started tussling. And he ends up pushing him. And Luke hits his head against the pole. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. jumped up a little bit. <laughs> Hit his head on the pole and falls to the water. So, clearly, it was an accident. Uh, and he goes to his father, tells his father. They go up to the water to try to look for him. At this time, like, they weren't going to find him. He was dead because Isabella had killed him by then. Um, but had they gotten there sooner, potentially, maybe they could have saved him. But they don't find him. And so Brent's dad is like, okay, we're going to cover it up. Which is just like, it was clearly an accident. Had you gone immediately and been like, hey... Just siblings fight. I mean, like I said, I have siblings. We have fought. We haven't actually physically fought, but <laughs> we have fought. I'm like thinking about it. I'm like, I don't think we physically fought. Maybe when we were younger, there may have been, but honestly, I don't think so. We're not really a violent family now that I'm sitting here thinking about it, but there are some like siblings fight. They argue, whatever. Uh, there could be moments where it may lead to a little bit of a tussle. So clearly an accident. Um, and I think had they immediately gone to the police, they could have tried to search for him quicker. Maybe potentially it could have, um, deterred Isabella from even being on the beach or going to look for him, which we need to talk about that. Cause I have some questions about, about that as well. And then, um, Brent wouldn't be in jail and His father wouldn't also be in jail for Uh covering up A death Like aiding and abetting I don't know what all his charges are But like clearly you're going to jail sir So <laughs> They put not both be in jail For this um but then We find we see like the last Thing we see is Megan watching Isabella On that surveillance On the camera that no one knew that he Had out there because you know, Ned was ready for the end of the world, for real, for real, for real. And so we see her watching his security footage of of Isabella on the, at the lake. And literally Luke is clinging on to life. He has somehow survived the hit on the head and the fall in the water. He's clearly disoriented. He is uh, badly hurt and he is asking for help like at his lowest and something in Isabella snaps and not and it's not even like a visually uh like big snap it's just I think she internalized everything and she's like you're no good for Megan you're not gonna Bring her down and da 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 Megan is never going to... Like, I think her whole thing was Megan is never... As long as he's around, Megan is always going to forgive him and believe him and take him back. I mean, you talk about two people who literally grew up together. Like, they've known each other, each other since they were little kids. So, I mean, that's like a very, very tight bond. Where I feel like even if they weren't dating, they would probably always be friends. Kind of a bond. So, but like Isabella, she can't see that. And so she's like oh, this is an opportunity for me to remove the problem, the problem being Luke. So therefore, I'm just going to help you finish off drowning and die, and no one will know. And so we see her so heartlessly step on his head to drown him and then kick him into the water. It's so, it's so, I don't even know the word, but it's so heartless. (laughs) Now, when you're watching it, you literally feel a little bit sick to your stomach, even though you know that based off of everything, she's definitely capable of this. But then it's also like, oh my gosh, you, like just seeing it, and then it like ends on um Megan's reaction, which. I was reading an article with the showrunner, and apparently, ah, uh, they were saying away wait, I'm reading my notes. So, my initial note was Isabella's attempt must have been to go back to the cabin and kill Luke before Megan returned at 8 a.m. Because, <laughs> you know, I'm always like, oh, they're going back to murder somebody. And then I wrote, apparently not. So, according to the showrunner, she went there to tell him he wasn't going to screw up Megan's life. But then, like, she saw him literally on his deathbed and was like, oh, let me just help you get there all the way. And, <laughs> and literally killed him. And so... I would take from Megan's reaction just from the literal disgust on her face and the fact that Isabella has proven to not truly be a friend but maybe um a psychopath (laughs) and now Brent is sitting in jail like again Brent it was hard for Megan probably to accept that Brent um what happened between Brent and Luke and like Brent is the one responsible Responsible for uh, Luke being dead, but also that their father helped cover it up and was willing to let Megan take the fall for it Even though that wasn't his intent. His intent was for Isabella to take the fall for it Which is just like no regards for anyone's lives or future at all (laughs) Just like as long as it's not my son and you stay out of jail, then it's fine But um, to know that Brent is in there and is clearly very regretful about what has happened I mean, he literally thinks he killed his brother and is now sitting in jail because he could not sit with the with the thought of someone innocent like Megan going to jail for something that he did. And now she sees that. And so I'm pretty sure she probably took that tape to the sheriff and was like, oh, no, wait, this is your girl. (laughs) Y'all need to go and find her. Um, But yeah. And so then we see Isabella on a plane, which she was on her way to Ibiza. And I literally wrote, and she finds another victim, the last one too, with a fake name, using Lisa, the name of her dead friend, that we still, it's not really clear if she did or didn't have anything to do with her death because her friend also drowned. Um, But wouldn't I be surprised if pushed to the limit, she potentially, in a a way that she kind of did with Luke, had a hand in Lisa's death. But we will never know. We can always just assume. Uh, What else do I want to talk about? Megan, the whole losing her scholarship thing, like the way the sheriff was just coming at them. Granted, he had a relationship with Luke and he was very determined to find his killer. But like pinning the, um, even though she did break the law. uh, But the fact that they were literally, she's under 18. And so she ends up losing her scholarship because they end up charging her. For breaking into the government site and downloading the state logo or whatever which you're not supposed to do so it's kind of like just very stupid teenage mistakes that you're making Jeff poor Jeff <laughs> because he was just like clearly had feelings for Megan and she just stepped all over them <laughs> this entire <laughs> Literally, but it was at least he still like kind of stayed in the friend group, even though he was a little bit you know, felt some type of way. I mean, who wouldn't? Uh, who else? What else? I think that's really the main things we talked about. Megan and Isabella's dynamic, um, which is also very weird and also was giving but very much like. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> Because <laughs> I, I already kind of talked about it I don't want to go down that tangent Oh I forgot Megan found out that she was pregnant So in my mind When Before we found out like everything that happened at the cabin And we saw Megan at the cabin cleaning up blood and, and again I was like there's no way that Megan's the one who killed him It just is not tracking Based off of her character But we do find out that she's pregnant So in my mind I was like oh did she maybe have a miscarriage <laughs> Is she was like cleaning up blood at the, I don't know. I come up with the most wild scenarios in my head. This, which is probably why oftentimes I find myself along the right, the right path because I'm always like, one, trust nobody and two, do not be surprised because everyone is capable of anything. <laughs> like, literally. So, um, I just have to say that because I forgot that that happened. What else? What else? I don't think there's really anything else. So we don't know. um, So that was season two. We do not know um, if we're getting to season three yet. I mean, honestly, I would not be surprised if it is renewed. Uh, Just based off of, again, I'm not really watching anything on Freeform. So I'm not really sure what their uh, slate is looking like as far as content is concerned. But it does seem like this show is keeping people engaged in talking about it. And so, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if it is renewed. I um, also wouldn't be surprised if it's not renewed. Not sure. But I'm assuming if it is renewed, then we're probably going to get another story with a whole new set of characters. Which I'm completely fine with because the way that these stories kind of go... I feel like they wrap them up in a way where I'm just like, oh, I don't need another season of this from this group of people. Uh, Like, give me a different story. But also, I don't know. What would I want? Does it always have to be two girls? (laughs) Like, could the main characters be like a girl and a guy? Or I don't know. I don't know. Although it was kind of a little bit different this season because it was... Not solely on the two girls. Like season one um, was. It was more so. Even though. the If you look at the entire season. is really about, about the dynamic between. Megan and Isabella. But then there's also like that family. Kind of dynamic when you pull in the Luke. Because Luke's kind of like a third story as well. Because we do find out. We do get to stick. Like he's there all the time. At least in the um, past. Scenes. And um, him and Megan's. Families are pretty intertwined just based off of history. So, I mean, it is kind of like a trio in a way, even though one of them is actually dead. So, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What else do I want to see? I mean, we've seen a hostage story, we've seen a murder story. What else could it be? There's, I'm like trying to think of the of different things that there are. Theft. <laughs> Although, we've seen some elements of theft uh, in season one. First, well, that was like breaking, breaking and entering, not really that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Or potentially, could we? Does it always have to be high school? Can it be college-aged during a school year? Like, let's pull some school scenes in there. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I'm just putting things out there. Let me know. Let me know what y'all want to see. We could have season three. Like, where, where about would you want it to take place? What's the timeline? I feel like the, la- the first season, was that also the 90s? I feel like we really love the 90s. Ooh, social media, like a social media type of, although that could probably get kind of boring after a while. I was going to say like a social media angle or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like they have some options there. But we've seen hostage story or kidnapping story, so we don't need to see that again. Murder, there's always different ways that you can do. A murder even though this one was accidental in a way and then or the in- initial was accidental but the ultimate was taking advantage of an opportunity let's say it that way how about a premeditated murder hmm you do y'all know i do love me a, a mystery and something to solve so i don't know i don't know i don't know i feel like we have options <laughs> if we were to get to season three but i want to know what you all want to see in a potential season three or do you even want to see another season of cruel summer let me know all the things and I will talk to you all in the next episode that's the end of the episode thanks for sticking through it to the end be sure to follow me on all the social media platforms at currently binging on instagram and at currentbenching binging twitter also hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on and I'll talk to you in the next one